0: oh yeah welcome back to domance dawn <laughs> we're bringing you a steel cage iron cloud death match this week brother <laughs> i'm luke he him and sometimes they them and i'm joined on domance dawn by my lovely co-host janine
1: I'm Janine. I use she they pronouns, and I'm very excited for this episode. Yeah, we
0: are excited to talk about Skypea really i I think Sottery... probably the
1: only people who are excited to talk
0: about Skypea. This is just reminding me that Sottery sucks, and then we're going to get into another chunk of episodes in the next one that just seems to take a while. but we're getting to the payoff. And, Janine, that payoff is going to be very good. Ooh. Uh, But, yeah, Dome Ants Dawn, if you're somehow joining us on what is our 28th numbered episode, even though we don't include the numbers most of the time in the titles or anything, uh, this is a podcast where we recap One Piece. We also briefly recap any contemporary Simpsons episodes to those Japanese releases, and then we cast those One Piece named characters as Simpsons characters.
1: Simpsons characters don't always have names, though. There have been some very specific ones, but they're considered characters enough by the basis that they sometimes have names, uh, speak, and we do see them.
0: I mean, they don't even need to speak, because there's that bug that Santa's Little Helper eats that we cast as the bug. That's
1: that's true, that's true, but we do see the bug, so... Mm-hmm. Can't do characters that are only mentioned. Mm-hmm.
0: Because we have our good friend, Mike Patton, our wonderful confidant, our upcoming returning guest. He was on an episode of the SBS, which stands for Some Bullshit, Uh, But he'll be coming up again soon for a super long power-packed episode as we go and talk about something that's great. Um, Yeah, Mike does good covers, and if the character isn't actually seen, then we can't really cast them. Langdon Alder. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, we are going to be covering a bunch of episodes today that initially ran between November 16th, 2003, and February 1st of the year 2004. And uh, we are in a weird era of Simpsons, because I think I had said previously that I was like, oh, I don't remember any of these episodes. And I was like, oh, we got to these, and almost all of them, except for one, are episodes that I have seen multiple times that I really just remember. Uh, the one that I don't remember is the President War Pearls, which is, uh, they essentially do a Vita, the musical, with Lisa as a bot- as the student body president. And these are your first times watching most of these, correct?
1: Uh, yes. Um, I actually was very surprised that there was an episode that I had seen before, mm. and I annoyed Grunt Robot um that one i did see live and every single other one had been completely new to me
0: yeah for whatever reason i never really caught the president wore pearls it's just like that weird uh feeling that you sometimes get where it's like, oh, does this TV show only have one episode? Because you always, like, catch the same episode in syndication or on, like, Saturday mornings. Like, do you know that feeling, Janine?
1: I do, I do.
0: Yeah, but this was the exact opposite where I just, it doesn't stick with me. And I'm a musical person. Like, I enjoy musicals. And uh, I was in musicals in high school on... The crew except for the one year that i was in joseph Do you know what i played in joseph janine
1: what did you play in joseph luke
0: i was part of the kids choir uh i was also like six feet tall so i was the tallest person in the kids choir and i was taller than a bunch of the actors playing adults it was wild wow um yeah prison war pearls it's a good episode and Avita is not Aida, which is the musical that I always mix that you love.
1: I have a question. Uh huh. There's a kind of a throwaway joke in here that's kind of about the Romani people, really quick. Yeah, that's that's not it a great one. Doesn't seem necessary. I've never seen Evita, so I don't know if it's relevant to that story or if it just showed up here out of the blue. I don't know who the joke is for, really, because it it really i don't know didn't serve no
0: it's just kind of like a oh hey look at how poorly uh maintained our school is there's a group of people who were essentially equating to vagrants yeah it's 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 not a good joke it's it's not I, i think when i did the live tweet of that and probably a week or two after this episode goes up i'll finally go off of a hidden mode uh like i've been life tweeting it's like yeah no that i don't know who that's for uh speaking of episodes with bits that didn't age well uh the regina monologues where the simpsons go to europe and homer ends up rear-ending the queen and uh yeah yeah they kind of wasted john sports well around this episode it's not a good tour episode and uh Technically, this means that uh, Homer's oldest sibling is his British
1: half-sister, Abby. She's kind of transition gulls.
0: Fair enough. You've said that with a lot of the female homer that we've gotten recently, and have gotten a few female homer recently.
1: I feel comfortable more now that after COVID that I did get myself um, some COVID pounds that I kind of need to love myself, so why laugh and make people feel bad because they look like a fat man when you could find beauty in that, too? Hell yeah, my friend. Hell yeah. I guess what I'm saying is Abby, Homer's half-sister in the UK, despite the fact that you're in the UK, I'd hit it. Run it on, governor! Call me fictional character, I guess. What was the next episode?
0: Uh, the next was the Fat and the Furious, which is one that I saw on repeats on like, Sunday nights so many times. Homer's attacked by a bear, seeks, re- seeks revenge, and then makes friends with the bear. It has a lot of really solid bits surrounding it.
1: I feel like that particular bear... Mm -hmm. which i don't think gets a name Mm -hmm. uh is definitely going to be a bear that i'm going to be thinking about in any future bear castings which feels like that there's probably at least one more other bear in one piece
0: uh you're going to get introduced to beppo who looks like a bear but is not technically a bear and you're going to lose your shit because beppo is amazing Okay. Um,
1: yeah, kitchen
0: carnivals a solid bit. Uh, we then have today I am a clown, uh, where Krusty sh- struggles to become a man in the Jewish tradition. Homer becomes a talk show host to replace Krusty. For the kids, this one, like the whole Homer subplot, doesn't make sense if he's supposed to be replacing Krusty the clown and like getting his time slot and everything.
1: It's all right. This feels definitely like this was one for the writers.
0: Yeah. I I mean Because I appreci- there's
1: there's there's a lot of showbiz talk that's kind of like funny, like the idea of different kind of writing things and being able to like do a celebrity star spangled, like just weird celebration of Judaism. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, it's better than the active wave of anti-Semitism that we have sweeping the country, but at the same time, uh, it's a hella complicated thing to do when you talk about, like, the genocide going on in Palestine.
1: Moving on! Would Uh, Krusty be a Zionist? No. He would own land inside of Israel, though. Yeah,
0: but he would have also lost that land betting, like, a week later.
1: That's fair, yeah.
0: Uh, We then have Tis the 15th Season, where Homer is being greedy, has a Christmas carol moment, decides to reform, and kind of takes it to the natural conclusion where he tries to steal all of the Christmas gifts from Springfield and then realizes he made a mistake. Uh, We get Flanders just being a, a dick in this one because Homer is trying to be the best person and Flanders is being Flanders is going through not the flanderization but the conservative flanderization
1: yeah which i feel like it was very worse like i feel like what happened with Flanders was a lot of projection you know <sighs> like when you have somebody that is such a good person you project the idea of like oh they must think that i'm a piece of shit for like not being as good and then like what if the what if that that was kind of like the idea that homer had and then the writers believed it too and then that just sort of happened
0: i i think there's a hard misunderstanding of what Flanders is or just like he is transformed because I feel like Flandersization was initially just like, "Oh, the character is a one note character, and that one note becomes stronger over time, which might be me misunderstanding the term, but yeah it, it's it's not great. We eventually like get better Flanders again, but he does kind of end up in a weird mire for a while. Uh, We then have Marge versus singles, seniors, childless couples, and teens and gays, and don't throw the gays into this, uh, where Marge has to fight for families when the political winds go south for kids. Once again, some decent bits. It is what it is. Tobacco lobbyists is a great bet.
1: I think the next episode, the episode that I did end up uh, seeing, I annoyed I, Grunt Oh, oh wait. Uh, I. Fuck. <laughs> I. Don't well, if it's annoyed Grunt, it's much more like a Marge thing. Well, but
0: it, it's a pun on I, Robot. Like, annoyed grunt is the strip term for go, no! which is like why in the Mary Poppins when they call it super fra- super califragilistic expiala. No! Or Simpsons califragilistic expiala. No! Hmm. I don't know if that's blowing your mind or just you're letting me ramble.
1: A little bit of both. I mean, like I'm starting to think about other episodes that did have annoyed grunt as a part of the thing. But um, before we're getting too deep into that, let's actually start talking about this episode because I feel like this episode could have you if you told me that this episode happened in like an earlier season of The Simpsons, I would 100% believe you.
0: Uh, yeah, Homer pretends to be a robot to help Bart in a battlebot situation. Remember
1: battlebots. I remember BattleBots. I remember that the, the biggest fattest one for the longest time was Vlad the Impaler. Mm-hmm. And then I was like in this weird situation where like both robots and vampires kind of like took over for a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I stand a robot as a child. I this, mean, it. This yeah. This is what happens. This is the person after they grow up from having had that happen to them as a kid.
0: I mean, it it makes sense. I mean, it was also a lot better to just have one that drives a stake through its opponents instead of just, like, flipping them over. Oh my god, yeah. <sighs> yeah. Smash them or spike them, that's... that's or buzz saw, But or I feel buzzsaw. like a buzzsaw is a bit unwieldy.
1: Yeah, and uh, I think, like... There's not enough that, like, you can be able to, like, really... Because you want to see something break, really. Mm-hmm. And, like, the buzzsaw doesn't... You need to have, like, a stationary um, opponent for that. Yeah. Anyway, um, um... the robot named Kilhamid Ai mm-hmm. is probably my favorite thing from the entire episode, and I want to bring it up because I am excited that there is a murderous robot in the future to name it Kilhamid, IE
0: Don't forget Ravocow
1: It just had a gun (laughs) It just had a gun
0: and it was related to the cops which makes it the most deadly killing machine on earth we're getting political in this one we're getting left wing in this one we're getting dangerously cheesy in this one
1: diatribe of a mad housewife
0: uh Homer becomes a used car dealer and then an ambulance driver and Marge is just kind of tired of his shit and ends up writing a thinly veiled novel to express her frustrations, which Homer eventually, I wrote down reads, but really he listens to the Olsen, Olsen twins read an audiobook of it. And it's a solid one. Uh, I've been watching The Real Gems, who... Has no interest in watching One Piece and will probably, as a result, never come onto the show. Uh, but just like hearing him talk about these episodes, it's kind of like, yeah, the 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 Ned twist at the end is a bit of a twist, but it doesn't necessarily work. But I appreciate that they gave Homer a he realizes he is being a jerk.
1: That yeah, be better. That's that's rare in. this stretch of Simpsons, because I'm not, I think, I don't know if we're like, in what's known as jerk-ass territory proper. We are. Okay.
0: It's, we're kind of like in the median point, because the few seasons where we didn't cover the episodes or watch them as much was more heavily jerk-ass Homer territory. And then the Simpsons movie, as the real Jim says, uh, is kind of the point where it gets for the most part, like, removed from his system.
1: I think that these these last two episodes really do kind of, like, harken back to uh, another Homer, because I think that in trying to win his son's um, love and putting his body through, like, as much as it could just for, like, that approval, and not even to be around to gain any of the accolades for it, it's like, damn, that's that feels like an older Homer. And it's like mm-hmm. this one where he actually learns a lesson, comes around, doesn't hate his neighbor. The person that would be the most easiest just, just to push off of a, a unstable cliff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: On a good day. True that. Um... I, I, I liked it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't feel like I would like season 15 simpsons episodes but i guess shotgun blasting this much at once i'm gonna find something i like
0: i i think that's the thing like there's a lot of people are like after season 10 simpsons stopped being good and there's definitely a lower hit to or there's yeah a lower hit to miss ratio like a lot of them are just I guess you needed to do episodes to fill out the season, but no, there's, there's still occasionally a few good ones. Uh, new characters we have unlocked include Michael Moore, Tony Blair, Yamsies, The Gator Mater Guy, Chop Screwy, Temperance Barrows, and Thomas Pinchon. Amongst and, others.
1: And Kilhamid Ayee.
0: And She Who Should Not Be Named, Turf Edition.
1: Yeah, that wasn't the greatest.
0: Yeah. But I
1: would tell you, uh, Ian McKellen showing up did, did did kind of pick up the mood right before the episode ended. I was going to say, Man and Kilt does it for you? Ah, uh, the hottest thing that a man can be is a woman, IMO. I'm joking, uh, Scottish uh, people. Uh, I I know what all of that means, but um, hmm. I don't know. Have you said I have good
0: legs for a kilt? <laughs> Anyways, we. Can... Uh, some episodes of One Piece to cover. We have six of them even. Episodes 174 through 179. Are you ready? I am. The Vanished City. The Magnificent
1: Ruins of Shandora. Chance of Survival. Zero percent. Chopper versus Priest Ohm. Climb Giant Jack. Showdown in the Upper Ruins. Ultimate Test of the Ordeal of Iron. The white barbed deathmatch.
0: Gushing blade attack. Zoro vs. Priest Ohm.
1: The upper ruins crumble. A quintet finale.
0: We got a deathmatch in a barbed wire cage. Janine, is this the sort of wrestling that you'd expect?
1: An exploding barbed wire deathmatch? Yes. The barbed wire is not exploding. The um guy with the fucking uh bazooka is though wiper wiper no wiping
0: yeah uh we have a lot of stuff going on and it's 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 fun on a bun it's we've let the characters kind of run off and now we got to get them all back together this time
1: I think this is probably like the part of one piece that I like the best is that when it's you, tell, well, you can tell that there's going to be, like, a final fight coming soon, but, like, you got to get everyone there, and you got to get, like, pieces off the board pretty fast.
0: Mm-hmm. And you got to get Luffy out of the snake.
1: And I think it was just, like, kind of convenient that, like, fucking, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, um, just five people at the end of it in three hours... So just every single time, just like okay, so I'm just I'm not gonna have like a whole lot of investment in anything. I'm just gonna be like, whoever those five are, we'll see what happens. You make a cold shot and you commit to the bit. Yeah. Uh.
0: So yeah, Nami. Uh. Finally, gets the new waiver and isa meanwhile is uh, hanging out on uh, the going merry with her, and she is worried that there are no four-person groups that they can sense. Uh, we get some Zoro shenanigans where Zoro stops to eat lunch, and one of the massive south birds wants the food that he has, and Zoro can't navigate and ends up back at the altar. And with the bird laughs at Zoro, he throws his bag at it, and the South bird steals his bag and flies off with it and so Zoro has to jump onto the bag. it's it's a it's adorable. He murdered a guy last episode this time he's getting jobbed by a bird
1: What I find like even more hilarious at this is that this is the South bird who is a compass mm-hmm. and could probably used to help navigate himself through this whole thing, and he's just kind of like fighting with it yeah. the entire <laughs> yeah. time. It's like, it's just, it's so funny. Janine. It's like another level of him, where it's just like he's going to get lost, he's gonna have a solution, but he's not gonna see it, because he's not, he, he didn't get this bento for him and a guest. Also he has no more bento. Yep, he ate it all.
0: I mean Zoro's a guy who's like, oh, I'm excited to see if I can cut God. Of course he's not going to listen to a fucking law of nature. <laughs> oh. Uh Yama, the leader of the like sky priests, uh, is facing off against Robin, who's trying to protect the ruins. And she's basically taking all the hits that she can to lead him out of the ruins, but really because this is animation they need to kind of draw it out he's breaking a lot of the ruins on the way it's like robin there's a forest behind you that you could lead him to and eventually she gets him outside of the ruins and just grabs him and slams him into a tree repeatedly until he begs for forgiveness she refuses so yama tries to kill her again and she just tosses him off a cliff his wings can't help him fly
1: That's very sad. But also, yeah, he was kind of a dick the whole time.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, Robin heads back into the ruins and she believes that she's at the center of the city but can't find what she's looking for, which is the truth about the real history of the world. And she realizes that she can start digging through the clouds to find additional ruins like she's in fucking Minecraft finds her way to the main city which is partially beneath the clouds and finds notes about like the history of the city being lost and notes that a golden bell is missing.
1: Janice? That's is that a, a is that a um secret tool that we'll use for later?
0: The golden bell?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I was going to say if you could just like punch materials like in minecraft and deconstruct them would you want that as a one piece devil fruit power
1: oh man
0: uh and you can also place them like if you can just do real world minecraft
1: oh man that's really good oh to be honest the utility of it is just like way too tempting I think I would definitely
0: go for it. Uh, if nothing else, imagine you could just spend, like, ten minutes and just add a new room onto your house or, like, a sub-basement. Or the other big thing, treasure chests. Like, you can just store so much stuff more easily and find it. Yeah. Sounds like both of us are giving that... I'd, I'd give it an S rank. <laughs>
1: The Minecraft Minecraft Fruit. If y'all have a better name for it, you let us know, but until then, we're calling it the Minecraft Minecraft Fruit.
0: Actually, we'll eventually get to the uh, animation original movie where they essentially do have a guy who has Minecraft
1: powers. Well, huh? holy shit. <laughs> One Piece!
0: Uh, Chopper, dear sweet son... Our golden boy, our bosom buddy, uh, starts climbing one of the beanstalks and gets into another part of the ruins where he runs into Skybreeder Ohm, the last of the four priests, and Holy, his giant dog. And Ohm's like, I regret that men must fight. That's why I gotta kill you. And so Chopper runs away, uh, chased by Ohm, who ends up using his transforming cloud sword to strike. Chopper down as part of the Ordeal of Iron. Uh, meanwhile, Reiki finds Scott McKeary, who was defeated by Enel, who tells her to stop Wiper because Enel can't be defeated. Isa, meanwhile, tries to escape from the Going Mary when she senses that Chopper gets knocked out, and that is when Nola, the big old snake, appears drinking some water. That's also coincidentally when Luffy decides to punch his way out of the cave that he is in because he is actually inside Nola and not a cave and Nola rightly freaks the fuck out which scares Nami and Aisa who take the waiver off into the upper yard leaving Candice and Pagia behind and they uh, and uh, Nami and Aisa end up lost on the Milky Road and meanwhile, Luffy's just like, oh, wait, where's all this water coming from? Oh, it's because the big old snake just drank all this water. Did Did you figure out that Luffy was inside the snake?
1: It took me longer than it, was. it probably should've, to be honest.
0: <laughs> I think it's easier to be confused in the manga because there's no color. Ah. But, uh... Yeah, so Nola, meanwhile, goes to chase after Zorro and the Southbird, and when the Southbird figures it out, just drops the bag in Zoro. Wiper, meanwhile, has started heading up Giant Jack, which is a giant beanstalk going up through several layers of ruins, and when Ohm stops him, uh, Gonfall and Pierre also shows up, and Gonfall's like, hey, I came from God Shrine, which has been destroyed because Enel no longer needs it and then Zoro falls in the middle of them followed by Nola who is still being assaulted by Luffy inside the snake and so we've just got a big old fight getting ready like it it's it's scripted as hell but it's great
1: it does help that um Ohm is keeping track of how many Humans and people are still up.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Nami and Isa coincidentally also head towards the battle because uh, Isa senses them uh, while they're getting chased by sky priests. Uh, Zoro tries to save Chopper but activates a trap that was set up that is essentially barbed wire made out of clouds that are as hard as steel. And Zoro's pissed about what happened to his buddy. Conus and Pagia, meanwhile, back on the ship, reach the shore where the Straw Hats are supposed to meet, so they can leave. And they just start blasting their air horn. While Conus is working to help and restore Sanji and Usopp, who had gotten zapped by Enel. Uh the battle, the battle is still raging on, and Wiper's just like, yeah, anyone who's not a Shandori can get fucked, including Gonfall and Nola. Uh, Zoro and Ohm are continuing to fight but Ohm's sword can transform and is made out of iron so it's able to outmaneuver Zoro and then Ohm is like oh and you know it's a great way to battle and he has Holy also go and fight people separately from him as more sky warriors or uh, as more sky priests and Shandorians appear to fight Like it's a very big fight but it's pretty easy to follow which I appreciate it's very much D&D bullshit
1: And everybody gets to take down a Mook. Mm hmm. Uh,
0: inside of Nola, Luffy tries to dig his way out of the snake flesh. Uh, Nami and Isa appear in the middle of the battle, and uh, Wiper tries to kill Nami, even though Isa is behind her, but Gonfall saves them both. But then they are eaten by Nola. And at that moment, Ohm and Holy seemingly knock out Zoro and Wiper. At that point, there are only ten people left, including the three special Shandorian warriors. And Holy knocks one of them out before activating a barbed wire cage that locks them all in the white barbed deathmatch. Wrestling. 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 It's everywhere. Uh-huh. It's It's delightful. I I haven't seen too much when I watched Lucha Underground, I think that was where I saw more of this sort of more extreme and violent match. But I haven't watched that in like
1: seven years. Well, um I've I've seen I gotta tell you, I've mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of death matches. I've seen a lot of barbed wire matches. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not a lot, but a lot for the uh, few years that I have been in getting into wrestling. Um, yeah. one of my friends is like really into hardcore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um,
0: like the pay NGP- in JPW stuff.
1: Uh, it's more um GCW, as there's a American indie uh, promotion that has some pretty colorful characters. The color's red; it's blood, anyway. Um, getting to see this happen, though, like getting like just just seeing like a little bit of this, I I really got excited because I do know that one piece and wrestling do overlap a little bit in the future uh so just getting to see like small little bits of this is just like you know just getting to uh it's it's like i don't know like watch wrestling you'll get it you'll get you'll get what i feel yeah did you mark out (laughs)
0: i i was briefly into shikara for like a year and a half and then it was just kind of like a oh i don't have the money to go out and see live shows and then oh a bunch of allegations came out so i guess no
1: I mean if you ever want to get back into it, AEW still has a lot of people from Chikara and Lucha Underground.
0: That's what I've heard, and they've got uh the the librarian coated strong woman. Who wears like button-down shirts and glasses. She's in that one with like the blue hair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I keep track of important things, Janine. Well, she's more the social media manager for them right now, actually.
0: Good for her. Because wrestling takes a toll on your body.
1: It does.
0: And sometimes it's because you have to fight a demon and then that demon gets disqualified, which is a great way to explain how you have this uh, wrestler who's going to be a threat, but you also want to have your traveling guests win the... uh, Tournament. One of the years when I went to Chikara, the Sendai girls, I think, were there. And they ended up winning. But they also had a big match against, like, the big bad for the season, and they had to figure out a. I I appreciate the writing side of wrestling, where it's like, we need to figure out a way where we can keep this guy a big threat and make him not lose... He's standing, but we also need to move this other team forward. Oh, he'll be so violent that he gets disqualified from the match.
1: There is a lot of things that, like, if you, if you like shonen anime, getting into wrestling, like, right now would be really good because there's a lot of storylines, even in WWE, that, like, follow a lot of shonen anime beats. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: or if you do like manga side comics uh there is super pro k o which is a wrestling comic that's very much a high flying high action series that I enjoy
1: wrestling wrestling what else happens in one piece though?
0: Uh, So Zoro and Wiper get back up. So now there are eight humans plus Nola and Holy left in the cage that are able to be counted. Uh, Reiki remembers how the great warrior Kagura previously defended Shandora, the city of gold, until it was brought up into the clouds. That was when those damn Skypeans stole the land, and so the Shandorians made a vow to take that land back. Reiki arrives outside the cage to deliver Kamakiri's warning before Enel appears behind her. She shoots Enel point-blank, but it has no effect on her. And while Wiper calls for her to run away, Wiper is blasted in the back by a priest before Eno knocks Reiki out. So Zoro and Wiper decide they are going to attack Nola to free their friends, and Ohm sends Holy after them. Meanwhile, inside Nola, Nami helps them figure out what to do next, and as they talk, they kind of run into Luffy, who is unaware that he was eaten by Nola, and Nolly figures out why the snake has been acting so weird. You can't punch your way out of. You should not punch your way out of a snake. Also, here's a question for you, Janine: Nola, friend or foe?
1: That's a that's good, um, because I, I really don't know. At On one hand, I just want to be like, oh, an animal is just like living their life right now, uh. It's not anybody's fault. But on the other hand, I have seen this particular snake kind of seem dickish.
0: We'll eventually get to the truth about NOLA, which stands for New Orleans, Louisiana. (laughs) Which stands for friend of the show, NOLA Fowl, who uh, is an editor for Women Write About Comics. Go check out that website. So Zoro and Ohm face off, and Zoro realizes that Ohm is able to sense him uh, across the distance, but isn't sure how, as Ohm is picking off other people using the transforming sword. So Zoro decides to use his new move against Ohm, who blocks it. And so now we're down to Ohm, Holy, Wiper, Zoro, and Nola, and the people inside of Nola. And so Zoro's like, all right, I'm going to try that new attack, but I'm going to use it three times, and so he uses the 108 caliber Phoenix where he uses all three swords to do a super powerful distance attack, and it breaks through the iron clouds, and he defeats Ohm, and it's like, okay, Zoro, you just figured out you can just do more swords again.
1: It looked like the solution was just another sword.
0: Believe in yourself, and also believe you can use another sword. Uh, inside the snake, everyone is trying to stay alive. Isa wants, to, or Isa wants to kill. Isa wants to kill Gonfall, and he's like, "Yeah, no, I completely understand. Uh, if that will make amends and peace, feel free to kill me." And you know what? Gonfall is doing what he can to be an ally here. I appreciate that.
1: I think more um, people who have inherited colonized land should be able to take a note from exactly what gonfall is doing uh-huh
0: uh yeah don't don't be like hey would you have a problem if indigenous peoples tried to take their land back from the settlers and it's like no like i completely understand it and considering the malign state that indigenous peoples have in many quote-unquote first world countries yeah, that's completely viable and they should be given sovereignty over their land. If nothing else, you know what you get out of that scenario, Janine? What's that? Landlord is getting fucked over. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ultimately, Luffy stops Issa from killing Gonfall. Robin meanwhile finds the remains of a rail line inside the ruins before Enel finds her and he's like, "Hey, I I took all the gold already." And Robin's like, "But what about the bell?" And Enel's like, "The bell, the island singing voice. Oh shit, I want that fucking bell. So I'm going to go and get that bell now."
1: <laughs>
0: Everyone wants the bell, Janine. So, back on the going, Mary, one of the people who used to work for Gonfall, who was enslaved by Enel, was like, Hey, uh, Enel is going to drop all of Skypia back into the Blue Sea, and that will destroy all of Skypia as a whole when he launches the Ark Maxim. And then Enel hears this going on, and he strikes Pagia and the escaped guy Moyle down. Konis takes her ship back to Godland to warn everyone and puts Sue in charge of reviving
1: Sandy and Usopp. That's exactly who you want, taking care of you. A weird fox thing.
0: It's cute. As a person who went into the emergency room like two weeks ago, if I just had a fox that I couldn't actually understand... uh who is treating me, you know what would
1: happen? What was that? What would happen?
0: I don't think that it could properly fill out any paperwork where I need to pay for going to the emergency room. So I wouldn't need to pay for going to the emergency room.
1: Fair. Yeah. Animals have better billing practices.
0: (laughs) Yes, by which we mean none. Healthcare is a human right. Oops, all liberalism.
1: Bet you weren't expecting that today. We only have four names of unimportant people, so this is what you get.
0: Mayor Pete is only
1: uh
0: isn't really progressive, he's just a progressive seeming choice. Um Yeah, that one didn't work as well. Achmed, repeat. Uh, Holy attacks Zoro, and then Zoro realizes that Holy has been trained to obey anyone who gives him orders, and so Holy, uh, is just commanded to knock himself out. For Zoro joins Wiper in attacking Nola. Uh, Enel, searching for the bell, releases a massive energy blast through Giant Jack, which engulfs the warriors in it as well. The runes begin to crumble. Zoro works to save Chopper, and inside the falling Nola, everyone works to escape, but only Nami, Gonfall, and Pierre initially make it out, and so Pierre goes back in to save Luffy and Isa. Robin, meanwhile, finds Zoro and Chopper. Pierre finds Luffy and Isa and works to save them, and also works to give Isa nightmares. Uh, it's it's great. It's like, oh, hey, tiny child, we're inside this snake. Uh, you want the, the this weird bird horse? Uh, it, it can transform. Also, I'm made of rubber, and also you're never going to sleep again.
1: I love any time somebody reacts to Luffy for the first time because it does remind you that this is not normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of stuff for a lot of this show is not normal, but he is, in fact, even for the weird people, weird <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: uh so uh wiper gets up he finally gets to see shandor his homeland that he has fought for his entire life and nola meanwhile is looking around the ruins and crying and calling out for something Eno decides to kill nola striking it with thunder wiper is worried about isa and so he attacks enel and that is when the survivors which include nami who's hiding chopper who's unconscious gonfall wiper Zoro, robin and enel are left and enel's like well i only were i was only going to allow five of you to follow me into where we're heading next so i guess i need to knock out one more person because he's able to see nami even though she is hiding and everyone else is like, yeah, well, you're going to be the one who doesn't get to continue on. And that is where we leave.
1: I wow. love that everybody got on board with that last bit. Like, mm-hmm. I I knew that, like, Robin and Zoro would get it immediately. Like, yo, yeah, fuck fuck that guy. That's the guy. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. And But, like godfall who like was also god and then like wiper who is also trying to kill everybody else also Mm -hmm. just kind of like points his gun just be like no actually fuck this guy and like everybody was just like okay let's let's i mean Eno has knocked out a bunch of
0: Wiper's friends so it's it's personal
1: Right, right. The the girl that he likes, like, right in front of his eyes, too. Like, that was some cold-blooded stuff. But honestly, like, I feel like I would have done the same if I knew, like, oh, I know what he's capable of, but I gotta see it for myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I can understand that. Uh, I wouldn't so, I wouldn't beg. I I would just be like, this probably is not gonna do shit, but what does it look like?
0: Better go down swinging. So we have four characters to match. Uh all of them are just like one star in terms of importance. They'd probably be zero stars, honestly. But they all have names, they have designs, because Oda's Always doing designs. So let's go through these four that we have. Up first we have Mayushika, who wields a kind of polearm with like an antler thing at the end of it. He is bald. He is a Shandorian warrior. I have three suggestions for everybody. (laughs) Uh, My Rodrigo style... Just because I was kind of throwing things out here. Actually, I'm going to swap that one and another one. Because uh, my Rodrigo style is Ebenezer McGrew. Mmm. Because they're both kind of bald. They kind of have similar faces. And uh, they're going to change their ways by which they were breathing. They are no longer breathing. Uh, My other two suggestions are Hearts of Trios. Uh, In Krusty Gets Canceled, there was a deleted scene that ended up getting shown in the Simpsons 138th Episode Spectacular where there are a group of three executives and uh, Krusty tries to get them to hire him as a person they hemorrhoids ad, And uh, so... As a trio I have those three for Mayushika Warashi and Yatsubane. Uh the other suggestion that I have is member of Blink182, Mark Hoppus.
1: Interesting. I did not see that coming.
0: You'll never see me coming. Uh Janine, who do you have?
1: I have uh, someone that uh, we it it was kind of a Rodrigo style but it was one that was very close to my heart when I saw it and I really did want to use this name Uh, that's Mr. O'Bannon from the video game Hockey Dad
0: interesting interesting and is that the only suggestion that you had?
1: I do. I was very passionate about it because it is a character technically that does die on screen.
0: Fair also kind of has a similar energy. Uh oh, and what's this? Pere <laughs> We got one suggestion in from a friend of the show and champion suggester, King Atticus, who suggested Professor Werner Von Braun, the wrestler. Which... Is... All right. Uh, the other two that I have for Warashi and Yatsubane are also part of the trios that I have. So I I, kind of, I feel like we kind of need to decide all of these or present all of the ideas.
1: All right. Well, for, for me, for the Warashi and Yatsubani, mm-hmm. I had both of them uh, to be honest, mm-hmm. uh, phoned a little bit in by going with uh, mutant uh, Dr. Julius Hibbert and mutant Sideshow Mel. We have a lot of mutants, guys, like I don't know if you know, but like, they're so easy just to throw away. We've And we've only used one mutant so far. But it is Mutant Skinner and that's kind of a good one.
0: Yeah. I mean... They are like my Marzipan Joy Joys. I will share one, but I think we need to hold on to those.
1: I do like the idea of just getting like Blink-182, but like also killing them. I don't know. Uh, so... Uh, oh, it's the, a different trio than that? Oh,
0: no. Uh, the other two members that I had were Tom to Lunge for Warashi and Yatsubane's Travis Barker. But my Rodrigo styles are also a trio. Uh-huh. I have younger Hikaru Sulu because we had seen older Sulu in Star... In a Star Trek joke, but this is the first time that we saw a younger one when the Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come appears, and then Ebenezer Urkel for Yatsubane. Oh, yeah. So i I am coming with the consideration that this would be three points, and I know last time you had me. Ignore the counting on uh, the picks that I had for the twins. This so one,
1: I... I definitely think that, like, no, this this is a three for it if you, if you do sync this. And from what it sounds like, it does look like you're probably going to sync it. It just depends on what.
0: Yeah, so I, I want to talk Moyle before we make a decision, because half of the game is coming up with good ideas. The other half is being able to make deals and create all right so uh the rodrigo style that i have from loyal is frank murray who uh he and his son frankie jr are robot uh battle guys because um we only have one person next episode janine interesting um, yeah do you know who might make that uh, an emotionally relevant choice? Who? Moyle's son. Uh, I also put on two other dads. Uh, There's Dave from the National Fatherhood Institute and Hank Hill. Because <laughs> you know what I don't think Moyle
1: has? What's that? An ass! Probably. Definitely not now.
0: <laughs> Destroyed by clean burning email power. Uh who do you have for Moyle?
1: I have Dexter Scoey. That is McBain's partner that gets killed right before his eyes. I've... Okay.
0: Like, no no shit. I also about scoey for this so I'm willing to uh, go with scoey for loyal
1: alright who who do you have lined up as your three then uh, because I'm... it could go either way but like my heart says blink 182 but mm-hmm. if there is a chance that there I don't know I don't know what else I would use Blink-182 for, to be honest.
0: I... I feel there's, like there there's might a... be... Yeah. I feel like there might be more trios. I do think the Rodrigo styles would just be kind of funny, because I don't think we are going to have a use for multiple Ebenezer's as Scro- Scrooge. And also Sulu. But also, I don't think any of these characters would actually make it onto the cover.
1: Fair, fair. Uh, alright. Well, we'll use the hodgepodge of...
0: Rodrigo's. Yeah. I appreciate
1: that, Janine. It's why I enjoy doing the show with you. And I appreciate that you agreed with Dexter Scoey because, um... I was prepared to, like, really dig my heels in for that one.
0: I appreciate that, and I respect that, Janine. You're a friend and a confidant. So our Mayushika is Ebenezer McGrew. Our Warashi is Hikaru, so- is Hikaru Sulu, younger. Our Yatsubani is Ebenezer Urkel, and our Moyle is Dexter Scoey. So next time uh they just keep running, running and running, running and running, running and running, running, and running, running and running, running, in and running, running, and running, running, and running, running, run and running, in, and running, running, and running, running, run in and run in run
1: Janine, where can you be found online? You can find me On Twitter again.
0: Yay!
1: Despite the fact that I was free, I have returned for reasons very mysterious. You can be able to find me there at Janine Juliet. Uh, You could also find me posting up selfies every once in a while uh, on Instagram. At Janine is dope. Oh, and also uh, various Luke Hare podcast productions.
0: Yay! And yes, that is me, Luke Hare. You can go to my website, Lukehare-L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R dot and find more stuff about what I do. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Don't don't add me on LinkedIn. Um but yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, at Coltrek, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. A shout out to Mike Patton, uh, the cover artist for the show currently who you can find on Instagram at patentpending, P-A-T-T-E-N-P-E-N-D-I-N-G. You can find the show at domancedon.com. That brings you to our Tumblr page. If you enjoy the show, please let other people know. If you enjoy the cover art, please, like, share that cover art and tag us. Talking about the show is a delightful thing. More people are going to be looking for ways to understand what One Piece is, and chances are some of them like of The Simpsons. We also have a Discord that you're able to join, and uh, Janine, do your taxes. Oh,
1: shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yes,
0: it is tax due date time tonight, so don't be like Homer and claim a bunch of false dependents. Be like me or Ned Flanders who paid their taxes and already got their refund months ago. Uh, That's going to be it for the show. Uh, Thank you for listening. Next time you hear my voice, I'll be a married man.
1: And I'll be wanted for murder. Unrelated. No, I'm joking. Or am I? Is that why I'm back on Twitter, guys? Is that why I came back? Yeah, you're, you're leaving a
0: Zodiac killer type clues. I
1: left you all the clues,
0: Mr. Police. That's the number one movie on Netflix right now. The Snowman. All right, safe sailing. Uh, treat each other with love and, uh, representation means nothing without active actions that will support, uh, minority communities. Peace.